You're listening to Artemis Projects podcast. This one is from Belgrade, and it's a conversation with the director of Belgrade Photo Month, David Pujado. And I'm meeting with, oh, hang on, how do I pronounce your name? David Pujado. He's the director of Belgrade Photomont and he's originally from Barcelona, but he's made Belgrade his home. I used to say that Belgrade adopted me somehow. I came to visit Belgrade first time to visit a friend and I get in love with the city. Mixing the things that I love from Belgrade, architecture, the people, the city in itself, the soul of the city. And I was starting with photography and I have to invest time and money and here is cheaper than in Barcelona. Both things together, they bring me here. And how long ago? It was, this summer will be six years ago. And before that I came three times to visit Belgrade. But you go back home every now and then? I used to go twice per year. If mm-hmm. there are not strange things, twice per year, summer and winter. And you still do that? Because yes. you, you say you used to. I still have my flight uh, for uh, ending of June. Yes, always June and always Christmas. Was it challenging to move to Serbia? For me, not because every time when I make a change, could be a home, could be a job, could be whatever, like I do, because I won. It's not a challenge. It's a it's a wish. I can't wait. And that it was not, it was a challenge more for my family, in particular for my mother than for me. Does she come and visit? Yes, once per year comes, normally in September. And what about language? Was that a barrier? Well, the truth is that it's not a barrier properly when you arrive because a lot of people speak English here. The truth is that I am very pissed off with myself because I don't speak Serbian or almost. But uh, I tried several times, uh, I still try and I still push, but uh, at the end is a matter of time. O- obviously it's very unrespectful for me to don't spend time to learn the language of the country where I am living. But you know what, sometimes I'm doing so many things and the language at the end is the last because I can communicate in English with almost everybody, but almost not with everybody. Mm. And uh, before you moved here you already worked as a photographer back in Spain? No, I was purchasing manager in industrial companies. Photography was a hobby at the time? Photography was, uh, I, will, uh, I will say yes, in the, it was something natural. In my last years for my job, I used to travel a lot. And every time I was taking more care about the photos that I was shooting with, with any pretension at all. Mm-hmm. But when I see the photos and when I remember now, I figure out that something was growing up there. But uh, I was not. In particular, it means uh, I always love art, paintings, sculptures, uh, drawings, illustrations. But I was not, I was never crazy for for photography. It means on the time. So that developed once you moved here. Well, uh, in between, I was two years not working, an employee somehow in Barcelona, and in this period is when I started with the photography, when I bought my first analog camera. Then I was two months in London. And in these two months in London, for me, they were a transition because when I went to London, I went to improve my English and thinking to move to Hong Kong to work in the business like I was before. And in this period there is when I decide 
to don't go on with business and to change to the photography field. And then you moved here and you opened a little gallery called Barcelona. Yes. When I, when I moved here, just, just a little bit before to move here, I started to organize exhibition in one fantastic jazz club, Czechonica. But then they closed it. They, they put them out of the building. A bit after, I was also organizing exhibitions in the Café of a Friend from Barcelona, Medusa. But then in a period, in a moment, in both, we stopped to work, I stopped to work with both places. Mm -hmm. And then I found the place in Chumiche Sokache, Velvet Design District, empty place. I called to know the price and blah, blah, blah. And then I thought, why not? And then I opened Barcelona Gallery. In the first moment, it was not a photography space. I was thinking to have paintings and drawings and other things. In fact, I had a painting exhibition. But after opening, two weeks later, I decided that not will be only photography. Because it was not any other space only for photography except Arget. Then from running Barcelona, you eventually branched out and started Belgrade Photo Month, which is a month-long photography festival, international photography festival here in Belgrade. How did that come about? Uh, the point is that in one moment uh, I went to visit Paris Photo. In Paris in that time it was at the same time Paris Photo, Modela Photo and Modela Photo Off. And then when I was there I was thinking why we don't have something like this in Belgrade? We have a big photography scene, we have a lot of photographers, but we don't have almost photography spaces, we need this. And then I thought that will be not so difficult to do it, to try to do it. And then is when uh, the project came to my mind. One month after, I brought this project in my laptop. Some months later, one guy came to my gallery to propose me, why you don't do this? I said, okay, I have in my laptop already written this project. And then uh, more or less on the time, I contact a friend and then with some friends, we, we start the project. Mm -hmm. And this was the fourth or fifth year? This, this year, 2019, is the fourth edition. And it's, I assume it's been growing from the very first one to yes. this year. I will say that it's growing, but uh, not growing in size, but it's growing in the terms that it's transforming. It's getting mature. Also, I am visiting a lot of festivals, three, four festivals per year I try to visit. And from every one, I try to learn the best thing that we can take what to our... Because, uh, well, the, the face also, also is, a, is a matter of uh, possibilities that you have regarding fundings, etc. The first year we organized few exhibitions and then we include the program of a, lo of a lot of other galleries that they wanted to be part. And then every year, more and more, we are organizing uh, our own exhibitions. With this point, you are sure about the quality of the words that you are bringing and you have the situation under control. By the other side, it costs more time and more money. And how do you go about selecting the program? It's a mix of a lot of things because with the low funding that we have for the festival, for one side, we collaborate with embassies and international cultural centers like Goethe Institute, Institut Francais, Cervantes. And with them, normally, sometimes we propose, sometimes they propose, at the, at the end we deal. With embassies, normally, we are who are proposing the works. But if we want to propose the exhibition of one person, for example, from Madagascar, if we don't have enough budget, it will be almost impossible because we don't have embassy here and blah, blah, blah. If we, if we propose a guy from, or a woman from Austria, there is embassy here, and then it's easier. And then when we are making the program, we have so many things that somebody cannot believe. 
that we have to take into, into consideration. This year was the first time when we had few exhibitions with zero support from them for them, but like we really believe and we can, this year we can do it, we did it without support from nobody. We decided to go on because we love this project. And what about you? What kind of photography do you like personally? If I like for shooting myself or for seeing? Both. Because uh, I will tell you that uh, for photography, like for everything, I am not a close-minded person. And then in terms of like to see, I like to see a lot of different kinds of projects. Okay, I enjoy more with some personal projects, but I also like documentary projects. I, mean, I like a bit of everything. Uh, what I used to do to shot when I came here, because it was something more new for me, was to shot the architecture of Belgrade, these communist buildings, this concrete, this gray and this stuff. And, uh, but I always love it to take portraits also. And then in the last times I am taking more portraits, sometimes in a kind of, how to say, uh, fashion editorial way sometimes. And, uh, and then also sometimes some conceptual works. I also like yes. that, that they, they became somehow like self-portraits a lot of times. Self-portraits? Yes. In what way? With objects or through other people. Because you are the one that selects an object, so it's a portrait of your interest, you mean? No, it's an, it's a, it, it could be an object that is representing me on the time. Are there cities that you find particularly cinematic? Well, I'm sure that there are a lot that it will be when I visit them, but, but I didn't do it yet. Uh, being a boy from the West, uh, when I was in the school, it was East. I had a kind of fascination for the East of Europe, and I still have. I love these blocks from Belgrade. I love this kind of architecture. One time they asked me when interviewing for the Spanish, for the Catalan TV, if I prefer the architect to take photos to the architecture of Gaudí or to these uh, containers in the port, in the harbor of Barcelona, and I say immediately the containers in the port of Barcelona, what I already did, because the Gaudí architecture for me is fantastic, it's superb, but it's not attracting me to shoot it. I like these straight lines, this monochrome, mm -hmm. these symmetries and this kind of stuff. Is there a particular reason why you like those? I don't know, it's something that is inside yourself. Pro pro well, probably there is a point that I have been living next to the Gaudí architecture all the time, all my life. My primary school was inside the parkway. It means in front of my school, three meters in front of the door, there is the dragon. And then for me, it's less attractive because it's quite familiar. Mm -hmm. Probably this is part that why other architecture fascinates me more or why I am not so interested to show this kind of architecture. I visit a lot of exhibitions always uh, for the gallery, for the festival, and because I am interested. The truth that I love music, I listen a lot of music, but probably because I am more visual, probably not sure, the music is not something that inspires me so much. If we talk about books, inspiration for what I like to shot somehow in these kind of portraits, uh, Michel Hollebeck or Amelino Thom, for example, they are two big inspirations for myself. 
I did already one project with the Instituto Cervantes Belgrade in Budapest. I make the interpretation of the poems of Jaime Gil de Viedma with my photography. And now, just now, I start another project with the interpretation of poems from some Portuguese poets. And then about other art interests, yes, means I try always to watch a movie per day in my home. I am following the program of the Cinematheque from Barcelona. For me, the, the cinema, for example, is very inspiring. I love this, uh, well, I love, I love a lot of kind of movies, but somehow inspiring for me is the films of the Nouvelle Vague, the film from the 50s and 60s from Italy. And then this, uh, I like the atmosphere that he created, uh, Wong Kar Wei from uh, Shanghai, I think that she was born, he was born in Shanghai. Uh, I like the atmosphere, the aesthetic of him, for example. And then about photography, I love a lot of photographers, but one uh, exhibition that I really enjoyed last summer in Barcelona, and that is Saul Leiter. It has this kind of Boyer point that I also have when I am shooting. Mm -hmm. oh, I am not comparing with him, of course. <laughs> talking about the portraits that you take, I'm wondering whether there is a technique or methodology you employ to make your subjects feel comfortable and give themselves to the camera. I always try to meet the person before, to talk, to explain what they want to do. This first approach, I think that is helping. But I am a very relaxed person. I think that sometimes they told me that uh, they like to work with me because I am like a bit not normal photographer, because I am not. Also shooting with a model in this fashion way, but I am not a fashion photographer. Means I think that to work with me, to be a model with me, or to work with me in general, is quite relaxed also when I am a fit control. I think that the point is just to work relaxed, you know? In the moment that we have to say something, we say, but in the meantime, relax, to have a bit of fun, also when the person is sad or has to look not happy or whatever. And uh, I don't know, means I don't make nothing special, but probably it's just the way that I communicate with the people. And you're just talking about looking sad and looking unhappy, and then you wrote on your website, as a photographer, I never look at happiness. I'm more drawn to decadence, melancholy and sensations. This is something that is very funny because I realized this after seeing my work and talking with some people about my work. Because uh, in one moment I was lost with my photos because I was shooting this and that and black and white color here and there, people, buildings, you know. But uh, then talking with people, they told me that it was obvious my work. It means it was there, the connection is there. I used to say that I am a person that, that I am a very positive, very active, and very happy person in the surface, but I suppose that I am a sad person in my deep. And then when I am shooting, I'm shooting what I have inside. And this is connecting, I suppose, with this kind of architecture that I like to photograph also. You know, I always say that for me, Belgrade is a sad city, is melancholic, is gray, you know? And uh, this is somehow like what I am shooting. When I say that I'm not looking for happiness, of course, when we are doing a shooting, a lot of times there are moments of laughing and I take these shots. But these shots are nice and for the person is nice, but in general are not the shots that I'm going to use for nothing. One critic suggested that your photographs cultivate silence around the image. I think that this is part of the same that we talk, with this loneliness, with this emptiness. 
Uh, one time I wrote about myself that I, I like to make these super loud silences around the photos. And a lot, a lot of times I leave empty spaces around the people or in one side. Uh, in the exhibition that uh, I do about this Jaime uh, de Vienna poets, there is one very strong photo that is just two chairs together, but empty, in a basement in Brickline, London. And for me, these two chairs empty are super loud. The two chairs are very next to the other, like if they are talking, but there is nobody there. And, uh, and then a lot of times, yeah, I, I am including this kind of silence in all kinds of photos. Also when I shot architecture, for example, I think that you can feel this. I remember when I make my second exhibition, it was about Tempelhof Airport in Berlin. One of my best friends told me about what he was feeling with the photos. And I was very impressed because uh, what he was feeling is what he was shooting. And I was impressed that they managed well to do it, or he was hypersensible and he felt it in the same way, but he was very happy. What did he feel? He felt this emptiness, absolutely emptiness. Mm -hmm. So silence is uh, synonymous to emptiness, by the way? Yes, somehow, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. What's the role of silence in your life in general? I don't have, I mean, probably for this, I, I mean, I'm always around noise. But I appreciate a lot the silence, but I am not using for a long time. But, uh, but the silence are everything. I recently I sent a project for a festival in Barcelona, and I wrote that I don't like to give answers, I like to make questions, and finally after the question there is always the silence somehow. And then you have your time for reflection and to think and to think in the answer. And you have the answer or not, I don't know. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Artemis Projects Podcast. For more about our projects, head to artemisprojects.com.au. Thank you.